Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Tuesday, March 5th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, cloud software giant Salesforce issues some disappointing earnings forecasts for the current quarter, French President Emmanuel Macron calls for a new European renaissance, and the UK's Department for International Trade cancels its regular meetings with business leaders after media leaks. Then the FT's Alia Ram explains new research that shows two out of five of Europe's artificial intelligence startups don't actually use any artificial intelligence programs in their products. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Yesterday, the cloud software giant Salesforce delivered some disappointing forecasts for the current quarter. Salesforce is one of the most popular customer relationship management platforms. Many companies use Salesforce software to manage things like sales, customer support, and marketing. On Monday, the company said it expects to record a first quarter profit of 60 to 61 cents a share, excluding some one-time costs. Wall Street analysts were looking for slightly higher adjusted earnings per share of 63 cents. Salesforce has seen significant revenue growth. In the quarter that ended January 31st, revenue surged 26% from the same period last year to $3.6 billion. But the company has also ramped up investments amid fierce competition from Microsoft, Oracle, and others in cloud computing. In the latest quarter, the company noted an increase in spending on research and development, marketing, and sales. Shares fell by as much as 3% in after-hours trading. French President Emmanuel Macron has called for a new, quote, European renaissance based on a united EU. His call is coming ahead of Brexit, which is due to happen at the end of the month, and European elections, which will take place in May. Mr. Macron wrote the address to what he called the citizens of Europe, and it's set to be published on the opinion pages of multiple newspapers today. It's an address designed to present his pro-European plans and to counter the rising power and popularity of nationalism. He wrote, quote, Never since the Second World War has Europe been so necessary, and yet Europe has never been so much in danger, unquote. Mr. Macron also laid out a series of proposals to advance his agenda. These included penalties or a ban on companies that failed to adhere to environmental norms, protect online data, or pay fair taxes. Among Mr. Macron's boldest proposals is a rethinking of the EU's borderless Schengen area, one that would fall under a new European Internal Security Council. He said that Brexit symbolizes the crisis facing Europe because the EU had proved incapable of meeting people's expectations in the modern world. The liberal French president also opened the door for a revision of the EU's treaties. That move would require a referendum in many countries, and it's been resisted by governments after previous attempts failed. Mr. Macron wants a conference for Europe by the end of the year to discuss and implement more than a dozen initiatives. And the UK's Department for International Trade has cancelled its regular meetings with businesses after details from previous meetings were leaked to the media. The department has held regular roundtables with business leaders. But now, the FT reports that the Trade Department sent an email to business leaders last week, cancelling upcoming meetings. The move comes after the FT reported last month that the department had told business that the government could not guarantee the UK would be covered by most of the EU's global network of trade agreements after Brexit. That's even if Parliament approved Prime Minister Theresa May's withdrawal treaty with Brussels. The EU has 40 preferential trade agreements covering 71 countries, and the UK has to replicate those whether or not it reaches a Brexit deal with the EU. 
With less than four weeks until Brexit Day, members of the Liberal Democrat Party said the decision by the department to suspend its roundtables meant the government was wrongly leaving companies, quote, in the dark. The Trade Department encouraged companies to reach out with questions and input. A spokesperson says the UK government's priority is to avoid disruption to Britain's global trading relationships. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. New research from London-based investment firm MMC Ventures found that two out of every five of Europe's artificial intelligence startups don't actually use any artificial intelligence programs in their products. But those companies are still often described as AI-focused. The FT's technology correspondent, Alia Ram, explains exactly what this research says and what it means for investors. The research was done by MMC Ventures, which is a London-based venture capital group, and they analyzed 2,830 European startups that are classified as artificial intelligence startups by research tools that are commonly used by the industry. So they analyzed their public materials and they talked to some of the executives to see whether or not they actually used machine intelligence in their products. And why would a company say they're developing AI technology if they're not? It's not always the company that says it. Sometimes researchers decide it for themselves, but often it is the company who says it. And the reason they do that is because they have an aspiration to use and develop artificial intelligence. And just stating that that is one of their goals and that's the kind of DNA of the company means that they can raise more money and raise money at higher valuations. So that's why some of them do it. And why do investors have a problem with that? It makes it difficult for investors to distinguish between companies that actually have developed artificially intelligent algorithms and those that haven't, and also between different kinds of artificially intelligent algorithms, which can range from incredibly complicated maths to very simple maths. Some investors don't have a problem with it, though, and are quite happy to put money into a company that claims to be an artificial intelligence company, even if it hasn't yet developed machine learning algorithms. And that's partly because they're not always equipped to audit the technologies that are being developed by startups. Often investors outsource the auditing. Some are willing to back startups that have the promise of developing AI, even if they haven't done so yet. So what you're saying is just because a startup isn't using AI now, that doesn't mean that they won't use it in the future. So many of the startups that are described as AI startups will describe themselves in that way or be described in that way in part because they intend to develop artificial intelligence and that's part of their plan. So they believe they should be raising money on the basis that they are artificial intelligence startups, although they haven't yet got the capital to actually invest in developing the algorithms. So what else did this research find? So one of the other things that the research found was that all this interest in artificial intelligence means that more and more startups, especially in Europe, are founding artificial intelligence companies. So last year, almost 8% of European startups that were founded were AI companies compared with around 3% in 2015. And the UK was in the lead in that finding. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be following more U.S. retail earnings. American department store chains Target and Kohl's will release their fourth quarter financial results today. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. 
Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.